0: Hello and welcome to episode 77 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott, with Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program, and today's topic is five steps for you to resolve lower back pain. If you have not joined our private Facebook group yet, it is called Rehab Fix Low Back Program, you need to go join it so that you can receive our free step-by-step SATCA guide and learn how we have helped hundreds of people around the world figure out how to fix themselves figure out how to resolve their satica in a way that can provide long-term relief. And you will get this free guide just by joining our group. Get involved in a community with people who are motivated to get out of pain and change their lives. Join the group. If you missed episode 76, we discussed two different squatting techniques for two different kinds of people, one with low back pain, maybe one with not, what are better mechanics, how to set up for this so that you can improve your squat and reduce pain while you're doing so. If this interests you, go listen to episode 76. Now in today's topic, today's topic is five steps that you can take to resolve lower back pain. These could also be viewed as maybe myths as well, but these are crucial ones. I wanted to think about, all right, what are the step-by-step sequences of when people experience low back pain that are the most important that could completely revolutionize their future and struggling with that. So I came up with these five. Let's get right into it. The first one, the first step to take, if you experience low back pain is to understand that back pain is extremely common. It is extremely, extremely, extremely common. How common is it? 80% of people alive on the planet will experience back pain. At some point in their lives, 50%. Okay. That alone should tell you that you are not alone if you experience low back pain issues. So much so that in my private Facebook group, not for the public, not the one I reference all the time, but for my clients only, my client only private Facebook group, one of our clients, Kara, left a comment the other day. She left a comment about how she was told that after she had her disc injury, that she would basically be susceptible to injury indefinitely and that this would be a vulnerable area. And she most likely wouldn't be able to get back to what she'd want to do. And she basically need to be careful all the time and all that. Here's my answer to her. My answer is not a chance. The body can adapt everywhere. 80% of people will experience a low back injury at some point in their life. If all 80% were forever vulnerable in that region, the amount of disability that would exist would be astronomical and would impact us on a global scale that we couldn't even imagine. All right. So what I'm saying there is 80% of people alive experience low back issues. It is common and many, many, many people recover. Understand that first and foremost, that'll help you take a deep breath. Number two, don't bed rest. It is well documented that individuals who suffer from back pain who are prescribed bed rest usually get worse. Usually get worse. Yes. People out there are still being prescribed bed rest and people out there are suffering from chronic low back pain. They're one and the same. All right. Why is this bad? Well, going on bed rest does a multitude of things to your body to slow it down, right? If you're not moving, you're not getting good circulation, both in the lymph system and in the uh, in your blood supply, right? Blood flow, blood circulation, your whole circulatory system is slowing down. So less nutrients, less recovery, less oxygen to certain tissues because you're not moving, right? Bad for everything. Not moving is bad for everything, including injury. If you're not moving joints, you're not moving discs, you're not moving muscles, motion is lotion. Rest is rust. You're just letting that area rust up. So you hurt it and now you're letting it rust over an injury. Think about it that way. Okay. Well-documented that people who do pursue some kind of a bed rest or things like that find that they start to become fearful of moving and will end up laying in bed longer or performing more rest and developing a sedentary lifestyle that is fearful of movement. And that kind of moves into our third step. Our third step is to maintain normal activities. If immediately after injury, potentially an injury that could be quite common and perhaps even considered normal. If immediately you start avoiding everything you normally do, I can't drive. I can't go to work. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that in fear of making it worse you're going to develop pain-associated thoughts and fear-avoidance behaviors towards normal things. All of a sudden, driving looks like something that you shouldn't do and something that is threatening. All of a sudden, walking around the neighborhood looks threatening. All of a sudden, playing with your kids appears threatening. All of a sudden, exercising seems threatening. You stop doing these things, you reduce those activities because you're threatened. Well, now you're associating them with pain, with disability, and it's going to make you do less and less and less of those. And the less you do of normal activities, the more disabled you're creating your life. And now you're creating a disabled mindset, both, you know, that mindset, mental aspect and physically. So you're physically disabling yourself and now you're mentally disabling yourself as well in the context of pain and restriction and limitation in that particular context. Okay. So, Maintain normal activities. It's extremely important. Don't bed rest, maintain normal activities. Four, then reintroduce mobility and different exercises. Well, how do you know when to do this? All right, well, let's talk through it a little bit, okay? So let's go through the steps. Understand back pain is common. Okay, you hurt yourself. All right. Nothing to worry about. I've listened to other of Grant's podcasts, I know what to look for if it's going to be an emergency. I don't have any of those signs. I don't have the um, saddle paresthesia. I don't have the foot drop. I don't have the progressive neurological deficits. Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. Back pain is common. I'll be all right. All right, step two, I got to make sure I don't bed rest. Not going to bed rest. Step three, maintain normal activities. All right, I'm not going to avoid doing a bunch of stuff. I'm just going to try to live my life normally. So once you have gone through these first three steps, sure, there might still need to be some inflammation to calm down from the initial injury. You might need to let things desensitize a little bit. That's fine. I'm not telling you to go play aggressive tennis or golf or anything like that the day after a low back injury. That's not what I'm telling you to do, okay, just to live your life normally. If you feel like, let's say a few days have gone by now, maybe five, six days have gone by, and you're trying to just maintain normal activities, nothing aggressive, just maintain normal activities, and at this point, you've noticed, okay, that initial pain, that initial inflammation significantly reduced, it's definitely calmed down. You don't feel as sensitive. You don't feel as nervous. You don't feel as scared. Definitely calm down. Well, that's typically within a week or around a week's time. Now start to reintroduce mobility and stability exercises. Start to reintroduce more movement, more exercises. Okay. So look on our page. We have hundreds, we've over a thousand videos. Okay. Showing different mobility movements, uh, rehab exercises, strength work, hip work, core work, mid back work, all different kinds of stability movements and exercises and things like that. Start to reintroduce exercises. Once things have calmed down a little bit, that will help your recovery continue and further. So you don't plateau. It will help you heal more because now you're starting to stimulate the area. Okay. What would I start with? Let me give you a really, really simple concept. Maybe some simple windshield wipers, you're laying on your back, your feet are on the floor, your knees are bent. You're just rotating your knees from one side to the other, starting to reintroduce some rotation back into the lower back and you follow it up with uh, maybe a bird dog and a dead bug. Okay. Stimulate the core a little bit with a little bit of mobility that can go a long way when you're in this recovery phase you trying to resolve lower back pain. It can go a really, really long way. So once these have calmed down, start to reintroduce mobility movements and stability exercises. It's necessary to continue the recovery process. It should not be avoided. And finally, step five. Now, after step four, after you start to reintroduce some mobility exercises and stability exercises and things are really starting to groove and you're like, all right, I'm, I'm doing decent. I'm like two weeks into this. Okay, I'm feeling pretty good now. Now, practice load management so you can get back into the gym and be more active. What is load management? Load management is the concept of basically taking things slow, not going from zero to 100. So, let's just say you're a moderate gym goer. Let's just say, for the sake of the conversation, on a weekly basis, you're squatting 100 pounds, deadlifting 100 pounds, doing lunges with 20 pounds, just for the sake of the conversation. Okay. So, you have a low back injury. You understand back pain is common. You don't freak out, okay? You don't go on bed rest. You maintain normal activities. Things calm down. You're starting to reintroduce mobility and stability exercises. All right, now let's get back into the gym. Are you going to walk back in and your first day back go, I'm going to try to do 100-pound squat, 100-pound deadlift, intensive lunge routine? No. Practice load management. Go easy. Maybe you do 20 or 30 pounds the first day on squat and deadlift. See how it feels. Let your body adapt to it. If it tells you it's okay, you feel okay during, you feel okay the next day. All right. The next scheduled workout you have now, maybe do 40 pounds on each. Let your body recover. See how it feels. Okay. Now maybe do 60 pounds, then 80 pounds, then back to hundred pounds. Maybe you're back to your pre-injury weight within about a month. Okay. Take it easy. Practice load management. This is huge. And this includes so many different factors in your life. It includes Stress. It includes uh, personal relationship stress, uh, finance stress. It includes other physical stressors. Right? What's your job? What else did you have to do that day in regards to work? Maybe you have a, a, a labor-intensive position, and you're trying to balance it. Maybe you had to do a lot more walking that day, and you're trying to balance it. Things like that. Okay. Practice load management to slowly phase back into the gym, back into any exercise that is quite demanding, so that you can do so at the right pace and you don't risk just flaring up and starting over. Phase back in so that you can successfully return to the gym where you were prior to the injury, and you can continue on with your life without fear and without pain. These are five steps that you need to follow to resolve lower back pain. Now, if you're listening to this, and you've been listening to my podcast maybe for a while, and you're like, hey, I've been trying these things, but I'm still struggling, Graham. I'm I'm having a hard time figuring out exactly the right plan for me. Like Those tips are great. They mean a lot. But like, what exactly should I do? Well, I would love to tell you, and I can tell you, and all you need to do is submit an application on my website, or you can use the link in the show notes to simply take you right to the page so that we can get started. I would love to hand you the answers. My team would love to work with you. We would love to show you the path towards success so that you can get back in the gym pain-free. You can get back to life pain-free, back to running or CrossFit or whatever, pain-free without any worry, No matter how long you've been dealing with these issues, we get clients who range from one week of pain to 10 years, 20 years, 30 years with pain, okay? And we don't want those longer years to become you. We want you to take advantage of these opportunities now. Get this low back and static issue over with. Let's do it the right way. Let's give you a plan that you can follow step by step with someone alongside you every step of the way, ensuring that you are seeing progress every week. It is what we do. It is what we love and it is what we are on this planet for. And we would love the opportunity to serve you listening to this right now. So submit application and take that next step in your life that could change the rest of your life. You are worth it. Your friends and family are worth it. Your future self is worth it. And you deserve to live a life pain-free with high quality living. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star rating and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. It helps us grow this channel and reach more people, and it is a zero-cost way that you can help us expand and help people resolve lower back pain. And if you have a friend who's been dealing with back pain, share this podcast with them. If you have a friend that needs to start taking these steps and needs to learn what they can do for themselves and they've just been going to the Cairo or physio or massage therapy, receiving a lot of passive therapies, but not really learn how they can help themselves, share this podcast with them. Let's change their life too. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.